Hi, and welcome to Book for Lunch, interviews with the world's leading business book authors and thinkers. I'm Susie Daphnis of the Australian Business Women's Network. My guest today is Carmine Gallo, author of The Power of Foursquare. In this interview, we look at why businesses should care about this fast-growing mobile marketing opportunity, how small and large businesses are using Foursquare to create raving fans out of their customers and how you can too, and some of the ways that using Foursquare allows you to get ahead of the competition. Enjoy this episode of Book for Lunch. Hi, and welcome to Book for Lunch, brought to you by the Australian Business Women's Network. I'm Susie Daphnis. Book for Lunch are free webinars with the world's leading business book authors and thinkers. And today's webinar is sponsored by GoToMeeting and powered by GoToWebinar. My guest today is Carmen Gallo, author of The Power of Foursquare. First, uh, a few words about Foursquare and about the book. Um, if you're not taking advantage of the social networking application known as Foursquare, which we're talking about for the whole hour, you could be missing out on one of the greatest marketing tools of our time. Today we're going to look at some ways that you can master the art of the check-in so that your business will be flooded with dedicated customers who will go out of their way um, like advocates, fiends, <laughs> battling others for your attention and spending ideally lots and lots of money. I started using Foursquare in March last year when I heard one of the co-founders of Foursquare speak at a conference in Austin. His enthusiasm and his vision for what this application would do, how it would change our experience as consumers, was very, very inspiring. So I was very excited when I saw that this book was available. The big opportunity, which I didn't realize immediately, is that the biggest opportunity is for businesses to engage with their clients in a whole new way using Foursquare. And that's going to be the focus of today's webinar. Our guest today, as I mentioned, is author Carmine Gallo, and he is the communications coach for the world's most admired global brands. He's worked with Cisco and Google and Pfizer. He's a former anchor and correspondent for CNN and CBS, and he also writes for Forbes.com. He has written several internationally best-selling and award-winning books, including The Innovation Secrets of Steve Jobs and The Presentation Secrets of Steve Jobs. Please help me welcome him. Carmine, welcome to Book for Lunch. All right. Thank you, Susie. You're right. Joining you from the other side of the world in beautiful <laughs> California. <laughs> First, congratulations on the book. Let's go ahead and get started by having you tell us what is Foursquare, what is the premise of it? Well, Foursquare is a mobile social media application. It's a tool that you download to your mobile device, your iPhone, your Android phone, what have you, and it's a tool that unlocks your city. It makes the world a much more interesting place. So wherever you are, anywhere in the world, whether it's Sydney or Tokyo or New York, you can open your Foursquare application on your phone and you will find a list of places that are nearby. That's why it's called a location-based service, and many of you probably have heard that term before. I think it's a very boring term, but that's what it is, location-based service. The point is it's using the GPS uh, system in your phone to locate venues, places that are nearby, within your vicinity. Uh, and and the, vicinity, the vicinity can be literally a few blocks or maybe up to a mile or so, but not, not very much further than that. What's around you? Food, restaurants, coffee shops, 
bars, nightlife, movie theaters, parks, what have you. Uh, there are so many different places that can be tagged as a venue or a place. And you can find all of those venues in your vicinity by downloading the app to your phone. When you open the phone, that's what you find. What's interesting or what's fun for most people, and we have about 16 million people at this point on the platform and growing every day, what people find uh, a lot of fun, Susie, and I know you're, you're probably, uh, I know you're a user yourself, is that you check in to a particular venue, and then the world kind of comes alive because you can see what other people are saying about that venue or that place. You can share photographs. You can see tips. But you can also share where you are with your friends. So you can see where this becomes quite popular in regions uh, like Sydney, New York, San Francisco, in regions where there are a lot of people in a particular area where you have many friends who could potentially be on Foursquare. And you could share your location with your friends, and they know where you are. So that's for sort of the consumer. But Susie, I, you know, the rest of the hour, obviously, we're going to be talking about the enormous application for business, which is, to me, that's the exciting part. Hmm. And we're going to move straight into that. You mentioned two things that I think are worth noting. One is your phone, and the growth in smartphones is not a secret, but it's one of the things that makes this so powerful, and secondarily was the ability to share. And we're going to come back to that probably time and again uh, during today's webinar in relation to how that supports you and your marketing efforts as a business. So let's go ahead and look at why should businesses care about Foursquare? Well, you mentioned it right now. Uh, you talked about the growth and the explosion of mobile phones. We all know that. Uh, but if you look at analysts or even the CEO of Google, Eric Schmidt, who recently said the future of computing is social, mobile, local. He used those three words, social, mobile, and local. Well, that's where tools like Foursquare fall under because they're very social. You're sharing your check-ins with friends. You can follow where your friends are. You can see where they are. You can interact with businesses. It's mobile so that you're using a social media network where you are, where you're actually living your life, and it's localized. It's not something, uh, it's very different than Twitter. It's very different than Facebook. It's, it's local. It's actually where you are at that moment. Uh, so this is naturally where computing and social media is going. So I love the fact that Foursquare, and I'm not affiliated with Foursquare whatsoever, other than writing a book about it, uh, but I love the fact that Foursquare allows business owners now, of any size, large and small, to, uh, to be part of the mobile social revolution for free. And we can talk about that. But that's, to me, as a business owner, that's cool. That's the fun part of that. I noticed, uh, Susie, that you brought up one of the slides. This is a very interesting slide. The data is a little old. Uh, this was from 2010. In that year, there were 381 million check-ins. Well, Foursquare has now officially surpassed 1.5 billion check-ins. So you can see how quickly it's growing and how many people are actually using the platform. The reason why this particular slide that everybody's looking at is very important is because it shows you visually where the check-ins are happening. 50, and obviously in Australia, in New Zealand, in the US, uh, you can tell that the check-ins started in New York City because that's really where Foursquare is based, that's where it's headquarters. So around New York and certainly around where Foursquare is, 
everybody's on Foursquare. Companies are on Foursquare. Everyone's using Foursquare. But as it started growing, it reached San Francisco. It, it, it's very popular in Europe, uh, South America. I was just in Mexico. I find Foursquare. A lot of people in Mexico using it. So really, it's all over the world. Right now, 50% of their check-ins uh, are happening outside of the U.S. So it is, it's, very, it's still new. You know, we're still in that startup phase. I don't want to mislead anybody on this call today into thinking that this is uh, going to absolutely, you know, change your business overnight. Uh, it is new. And if you adopt it, you will be an early adopter. Uh, but I, I think it's so exciting and so easy to use uh, that it's a fantastic opportunity to be involved in the, in the mobile uh, social media revolution that's going on. And absolutely, we can see on this map that there are parts of Australia that are illuminated, as you said, and the wonderful opportunity we have for everyone listening in here, whether it's live or listening to the playback, is in getting in early. What types of businesses are using Foursquare? Is it, is it just big brands? Well, there's certainly many big brands that are on Foursquare. Uh, and here's an image of some of them. American Express all over the world has a partnership with Foursquare. Uh, Starwood Resorts, anywhere in the world where you check into a Starwood Resort, uh, whether that's a Westin or a Sheraton, anywhere in the world, they have what are called specials. And we can talk about that, Susie. Well, I know we'll get to that. Specials are very important for businesses to know. Any business, whether you're a hotel as big as uh, Sheraton or Westin, or a Ritz-Carlton, or if you are just a small mom and pop um, of any business, anyone can do the exact same thing, which means that you can create a special for people who check in. So when people actually check into your venue, you can reward them. You can attract them in the first place, you, uh, because if you offer a special, you will actually show up ahead of all the other venues when people are using Foursquare. Uh, you can, so you can attract people or you can reward people for their loyalty. Uh, you can offer them something interesting, uh, whether that's a free appetizer just for checking in. Uh, the the uh, Starwood Points works like this. When you check in to a, uh, to a particular Starwood hotel, if you have a Starwood number, you have to put in your Starwood number, uh, you get 250 points just for checking in. And I've also noticed that Wherever I go at Starwood Hotels, and I am a Starwood member, wherever you go, Susie, uh, the bars or the restaurants in those particular hotels have mm -hmm. specials. So right. uh, it'll say, hey, there's a special here in this bar where you're at. Uh, go up to the bartender, show your phone, and get a free uh, well drink on us you know, or something mm -hmm. like that. Uh, so this is just one example of many different companies. Some of these are obviously more U.S.-based companies because that's where I am. Uh, but just keep in mind that you can replicate this regardless of what country you're in or uh, you know, what type of business you're in. So some of these examples uh, anybody can replicate. There's uh, Chili's. I don't, I don't know if uh, Australia has Chili's. It's a very, very big fast food brand here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. um, and it's what's called a casual dining restaurant. Well, everywhere, there's like 30,000 Chili's locations around the country. They're, they're packed. Like every, you know, <laughs> here's Susie, you know, every highway, every exit. Right. <laughs> uh, so you walk into a Chili's, and they give you free chips and salsa for every check-in. 
That's it. Just free chips and salsa, which isn't a big deal. It's only like three bucks. But what's interesting is that every Chili's location is seen more and more and more people check in every single week. And they're starting to bring their friends because everybody gets a free chips and salsa, everybody at the table, just for checking in. That's all you have to do is show your phone to the waitress. And I asked the head of marketing for Chili's, I said, gosh, that's, that's so basic. And you're only giving away like a $3 thing, uh, you know, ch free chips and salsa. Well, here's the inside scoop. It doesn't cost them $3 for chips and salsa. No. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's minimal. And uh, the head of marketing said, Carmine, nobody leaves for just free, with free chips and salsa. Nobody. When they walk into a Chili's, they end up ordering other appetizers and drinks. So it's a way of attracting people into that particular location. Uh, and she used a very interesting term. I've never heard this term before. She said it separates us from the sea of sameness. Now think about that, Susie. When you go into a particular area and you bring up your smartphone, hey, well, where are we going to eat, for example? Where are we going to eat around here? And if you bring up Foursquare, they have all these different restaurants, all these different venues, any place around you. Well, what if there's one that's offering a really enticing special? You know, come on in, welcome, show us your Foursquare phone, show us the coupon, and we'll give you whatever just for checking in. That's become a very, very powerful attractor, a very powerful reward for getting people into your business. Uh, and some of the businesses that I talked to for this particular book, and I, I, talked, I have a lot of case studies, but some of the businesses that are doing really well offer something that's very unusual. So, for example, we have a pizza chain, right? Every country has their own pizza chains. We've got one up here in Northern California. And this particular pizza, pizza chain is finding a, a lot of success on Foursquare. What they're doing is offering you a free pizza with the purchase of a drink when you check in. Instead, it is right, so most people, most companies or pizza companies would offer you a standard coupon, right? Clip the coupon out of the newspaper, bring it in, and get a dollar off the pizza. They're doing something different. Check in on Foursquare, order a drink, and you get a free pizza. Well, that's interesting. Now, all of a sudden, it's like, huh, I, I kind of want to go to that place. <laughs> I'd rather do that. And what they're finding is that people are becoming more loyal customers because once they experience the place once, they keep going back again and again. And as a business owner on Foursquare, and we'll talk about this, Susie, you can be really creative. You can do all sorts of different and fun specials. And I know we'll get into that. Uh, but this, to me, is a very simple way of attracting people into your business in a way that was never possible before, you know, certainly before the proliferation of smartphones and these type of applications. So whether it's a large business like the one you see on the screen or a small mom and pop, you could use it exactly the same way, and it's free for either party. It's free for the, the user. It's free for the business owner. Hmm. Let's go ahead and uh, pick up speed a little bit here and show people some of the applications. Yeah. Um, also, we're going to look at some examples that are not only retailers, you know, I know not everyone on the call has a restaurant or a, a physical location where people come in. And while the application for perhaps a pizza store or a Chili's is obvious, we're going to show you some creative ways that other organizations are using Foursquare. Yeah. So, come on, you have very cleverly, after interviewing the founders of Foursquare and customers and advocates, condensed um, key 
seven key areas, seven big ideas that are going to allow us to make the most of the power of Foursquare and unlock our brand's potential. So let's go ahead and have a look at these. They're now on the screen. We're going to go through each one of them um, and give you just a little more information and some examples. So the first one is uh, connecting with your brand is one of the seven big ideas that Carmine right. has outlined in the book. Carmine, tell us a little bit about how a real estate company called Corcoran has connected their brand to their core mission using Foursquare. Absolutely. This is one of the first, uh, this is one of the reasons why I first uh, started writing this book, Susie, to be honest with you. I thought it was just for pizza companies. Yeah. <laughs> You know, but the head of uh, Corcoran said Foursquare is a powerful form of marketing. It's an extension of our brand in a fun, helpful, and incredibly targeted way. So what they have done is they have populated tips all over the country. Uh, and what you do is when you check in to a particular venue, uh, you can find these, Cor these Corcoran branded tips anywhere around. It's really fascinating. Uh, tell me so, how you use. Tell me a little bit about how you use Foursquare, Susie. Oh, before I do that, can I ask you a question about Corcoran? Yeah, because sure. what may because we may not be familiar with the brand. So they're a real estate organization, but they're not offering a special if you buy a piece of property. They've taken a whole different approach, and they're just adding value through just to make sure I understand through providing tips. So I'm in New York, and I open up Foursquare. I see a tip about. Corcoran, or I see a tip about a restaurant, what is it that they're actually posting? You actually see a tip about the venue in which you are, where you're near. So let's say you go to a particular restaurant. You may see a Corcoran branded tip saying, okay. hey, this place has the best lobster rolls in the city. Uh, so it doesn't matter whether it's a gym <laughs> or, right. a, or a movie cinema. Uh, I actually discovered Corcoran because I went to a place called the Shake Shack in New York City. Uh -huh, and the Shake Shack is pretty interesting. The Shake Shack <laughs> is a burger joint. Right. It, it has a line of like 45 minutes long. And I thought, that's crazy. Who's going to sit in a line for 45 minutes? Well, I opened Foursquare. This is how I discovered Corcoran. It, there was a tip. Okay, because every venue, it's kind of like Yelp, you know, every venue has tips that people can um, offer on Foursquare. So Foursquare, every venue, anywhere you go, typically has tips left by Foursquare users. Well, you don't have to be a, just a user, you can be mm -hmm. a brand. So I saw a tip by Corcoran. And the tip said, uh, we notice you're at the Shake Shack. You know there's a B line, uh, there's a much shorter line, for, um, you know, for people who don't want a hamburger, uh, for ice cream, for Sunday, right. for sodas, for anything else. And I looked at it, and I said, oh, yeah, sure enough, there is a beal. I'm like, well, it's kind of interesting. And then I went in other places in New York City. And everywhere I went, restaurants, hotels, there were tips left by Corcoran. And so I, I called up the head of marketing, this gentleman you see here, and he said, yeah, this has been a very, very powerful form of marketing for us because we are placing Corcoran expertise where people are living their lives. We are actually placing that Corcoran expertise in the hands of mobile users wherever they are. Now, you may think, well, 
Uh, yeah, how successful is that for a particular real estate company, right, Susie? So yes. I, did, I, I looked at some numbers, and they told me that they were one of the first real estate companies on the Internet. They were one of the first to have uh, a website. They were one of the first to be on Twitter, et cetera, and they have a Facebook page. So they are very into social media. They were early adopters in the real estate area. Uh, and they say that Foursquare is just an extension of everything else they've been doing in terms of social media. But if you look at the number of people who follow Corcoran on Foursquare, and I should I should be very specific about what that means, Susie, uh, just like you can follow your friends, okay, I can follow you, Susie, right? You can follow me if, if you, we choose to. So I know where you check in, you know where I check in. Well, you could also follow a brand. So you can follow a brand like MTV. You can follow a brand right. like Corcoran. Any mom and pop, anybody who's listening to us today can establish a brand. So Corcoran has 14,000 followers on Foursquare. You know how right. many Twitter followers they have? And they've been on Twitter a lot longer? Mm -mm. 9,000. Right. But they also have 40,000 Facebook followers or fans. Wow. Okay. So the, in my opinion, what it is is that Foursquare is an extension of what you're already doing on social media. You should, if you have a business, you should have a Twitter account. You should have a Facebook page. But what's the next logical extension? Mobile. And that, that's where I see the success of people like, like the Corcoran Group. Right. And I think that yeah, for anyone who's listening who doesn't have um, a physical location for their business where people can frequent, this is a great model. This got me thinking. You know, the way that I personally use Foursquare is I use it yeah. for fun at this point. I'm using it, you know, to sure. check in. I'm definitely going to follow Corcoran because right. I've yeah, I've got a trip to yeah. New York next month. I'm going to follow Corcoran if they're doing these great tips about where to eat and what's great. Um, but we've also just registered as a business so that people could follow us and for us because we don't have that physical location something along these lines of offering value I don't know quite what it is yet it just got me thinking and I'm sure it has for some of the people listening on this that's why you have to be creative I mean it, it, you can use this in so many different ways which is why we're talking about all these different types yeah. of companies it's not yeah. just it, it, believe me Susie if it was just uh, you know walk into a bar and get a free drink for showing your phone I would not have written a book about it because no. that's, that, that to me is pretty basic and there's only so much I could talk about. It was only after meeting Corcoran and starting to explore how other businesses are using mobile media uh, that it really got me interested. And I'm, I'm not necessarily a social media expert. I don't bill myself as a social media expert. I'm a journalist, though, and I love stories. And I love stories of business reinvention. And I just really enjoy hearing about how companies and small businesses everywhere around the world um, are using these new mobile social media tools. It's fascinating to me. And everywhere I've been, I haven't been to Sydney recently, but I've been to Vienna, Tokyo, Mexico. Every time I check in on Foursquare, there's other people who are checked into those venues, which tells me something. <laughs> people are using these type of tools everywhere in the world. And, uh, you know, to the question, maybe I'm forecasting a potential question, people are going to say, why should we be on Foursquare? Uh, it doesn't matter whether you like it or not. Okay, so, so Susie, as a business owner, it doesn't matter whether you're having fun with it or not. The point is, millions of people enjoy it, and they're already checking into your business. So why not engage them? You know, meet them where they're already living their lives. That's the way I look at it.
Okay, good. Let's have a look at some of these people. Um, most small businesses use social media in an attempt to get new clients. Uh, and in the book, you demonstrate how this can be done by introducing Foursquare to your marketing mix. And you give many, many examples. There is one example I'd like to, if we could very briefly talk about, sure. and that is a promotion that Jimmy Choo did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy Choo, yes. Jimmy Choo had 4,000 people running around London chasing a shoe. Crazy. But this is what people do, okay? <laughs> Jimmy Choo had this promotion on Foursquare uh, just in London. This is where it started. Uh, where they, they, it was part of a marketing campaign for a brand new expensive shoe. Uh, it's called a trainer. I guess it's one of those shoes. Susie, you would know better than I, but it's sort of a cross <laughs> something formal, but it's kind of a sneaker, you know. It's, right. it's kind of a classy sneaker, but it's still a $400 sneaker, right? Uh, right? So they actually created this competition uh, called Catch a Chew, where they would, the, the chew, okay, this fictional character, was the person, okay? And the Chew was checking into different hot spots around London. If you checked in on Foursquare within 15 minutes of when that, uh, when the Chew physically checked into that particular location, you would win a new pair of trainers. And the trainers were literally in a bag sitting there, <laughs> you know, in a hotel lobby or someplace. Wow. Here's the point. They had 4,000 people on Foursquare chasing the shoe around London. And I said, how do you measure success, though? Okay, so you gave away a few shoes. So I asked them, how do you measure success? And she said, uh, the head of marketing for this particular campaign told me that they had thousands of blog posts because people were blogging about it, people were tweeting about it, people right. were linking to the promotion, and sales in London for the trainer went up 33% in the two weeks that they were running the promotion. One of the things that may not be apparent to those listening is that not only were people checking in on Foursquare, but Foursquare gives you the ability to share that check-in on your other social networks. And so it's very closely tied into Facebook and Twitter. So um, quite often when I check in, I let those at, on my Foursquare network and Twitter network know. So the actual exposure for Jimmy Choo was far beyond anyone who was on Foursquare. That is why there is an ice cream uh, chain here in the U.S. called Tasty Delight, uh, and they have many different branches on the East Coast. It's, it's some kind of, uh, you know, a uh, cross between yogurt and ice cream. Um, and they have found that 20% of their users, of their customers, are, used, are on Foursquare. And of those, most people share their check-ins. So they are trying to reward you now with check-ins. Every time you check in, you get a discount on their ice cream. And the person, we haven't talked about this, but the person who checks in the most, Susie, in any venue uh, over a given amount of time is called the mayor. That's where the game aspect comes in. Right. So uh, Tasty Delight does something very simple. One, they, they give the mayor a free, you know, a, a free cone. It's very simple. Or they actually post the picture, because you can post a picture on your Foursquare account. They'll post a picture of you on their digital signage inside the store. And they find this to be very successful because more people are checking in every week and they go back because they want to be the mayor of that particular location. So again, it's, it's, it, there are so many different ways of mm. using Foursquare to, mm. uh, you know, to engage the people in your business. You have to, that's why we said connect it to your brand first. 
uh, you really have to be consistent with your brand premise, first of all. You have to understand what is it, what is it that you actually offer, uh, maybe above and beyond just uh, you know, the particular product or the food. Right, and so we move right into the idea of creating rewards, and there's some very specific mechanics that make Foursquare addictive, and has people continue to use it. Because you know we heard the example earlier of free chips and salsa um, or a free beer. That is not going to hold people for you know forever. So, um, what is it that creates loyalty uh, with customers? What is it that works that way about Foursquare? Well, uh, the way I was, the way they explained it to me, and this made a lot of sense, is that people want to be famous, you know, just for a few minutes, you know. So that's why the mayor special is very interesting. Now, what you have here is the most basic special. This is called a check-in special, and we should tell all of our listeners that um, Foursquare offers about seven different ways that your business can attract and reward people. The most basic form is called the check-in special. And this is something I found in San Francisco. Welcome to Max's on the Square. Hey, we're glad you're here. Get a free slice of our chocolate cake just for checking in. And Susie, it is a big piece of chocolate cake, <laughs> enough for the whole table. But I would not have known about this place. Okay, I, would, I remembered this photograph when we actually took this photograph. We were in San Francisco. I didn't know anything. Yeah, I live about an hour away. I don't go into San Francisco that often. And uh, we went with friends looking for a place for lunch. I opened Foursquare. This place was location-based, right? So it was right around the corner. It was right around the corner from where we were. Never even heard of it. Went in there. Fabulous. And do you think we left with just that free piece of cake? No, our bill was about $80 that day because we bought a lot of other things. So it attracted us in just by offering a check-in special. There are other specials, though. Susie, you're absolutely right. You can only do this so much, okay? How do you reward loyalty? How do you get people coming in again and again? Foursquare has thought of this. You can invite your friends. There's a friends special, which means that if you check in with three of your friends, you get something or the whole table gets something. Um, there is a uh, There was a day here in in America called Black Friday, which is the day after Thanksgiving, when a lot of people try to get you to come into their doors, the retailers. A lot of retailers offer what's called a flash special, which is a limited time special that you can turn on and off. You can say, come in between 8 a.m. and 10 a.m. on a particular day and get this just for coming in. You can also have what are called loyalty specials. Loyalty specials are pretty simple. Uh, you get something on your third check-in or your fifth check-in or your second check-in, right? It's up to you. You can create anything you want and turn it on and off whenever you want. But the most powerful is the mayor special. And that's very important because the person who checks in the most in your venue is your most loyal customer. They're very loyal. They're not only visiting you, they're checking in every time they visit you. So a lot of the successful places in, uh, or at least the, among the businesses that I've talked to, have different tiers of specials. So maybe they just have a check-in special like you see here, but then they can offer another special on top of that. For the mayor, we're giving you something even extra special if, if you can show us that you're the mayor. And when you're the mayor, you can see it clearly on the Foursquare phone. When you check in and you're the mayor, there's a little, you know, little hat there, and it clearly shows that you're the mayor. 
Now, Susie, there might be people on this phone, and this was like me, okay? I was very skeptical at the beginning, uh, and I'm skeptical about a lot of social media stuff. Um, a lot of people on the, uh, on the call today, on the webinar, probably saying, yeah, okay, but what's the big deal? I don't care about being the mayor of anything. Mm -hmm. And Susie, I can be honest with everybody. I don't either. I, I, don't, I don't care. I don't care if I'm the mayor of any place. But my wife is a fanatic about it. <laughs> See? She's the one you need to attract. She's crazy about it. She has like 12 mayorships in our town. And when she loses the mayor because she didn't check into the gym enough times, she gets really upset. And she goes back. So she actually frequents places more often to make sure that she continues to be the mayor. And there's this little fight now among all her friends who are also on Foursquare. They want to be the mayor of a particular place. So if you're a business, why aren't you engaging with these people? They're already checking in. I, I was doing just some research in Sydney. The, the Sydney Opera House, which is obviously a famous venue, they've had 10,000 check-ins. 10,000? 10, 10, That's fantastic. 10,000 check-ins. People are already, the point is, go to your business on Foursquare, and you'll, more likely than not, you're probably going to see that people are already checking into your business. So attract more of them and reward the people who are already there. This is Naveen Selvadurais, one of the co-founders. He said, when you are the mayor, you might be the coolest person in the room for five minutes, and he doesn't <laughs> want recognition, right? People are crazy about this. That's the gaming aspect of it. So even if you're a business owner, and I, I hear this a lot, if you're a business owner, Susie, and you're saying, yeah, but I'm, I'm just not that into this kind of stuff. Well, who cares? Your customers are. <laughs> so that's what should matter. That's what should matter. Exactly. And, and I do want us to talk a little bit about gamification, which is one of those new words. Again, I first heard it when I heard the founder of Foursquare speak, even though it wasn't his you know, word to make up. But I know as um, I'm the mayor of the gym I go to, and you don't care about being mayor until someone bumps you. And then you're like, who are you, Derek J? <laughs> How dare you knock me off my position? And then, you know, I'm wanting to check back in. So there's a funny uh, human nature uh, that is built into it, and, and they refer to it as game mechanics. Tell us a little more about gamification. Yeah, game mechanics, gamification. Again, this is for those millions of people. Well, look, how many millions of people play that game, like Farmville, you know, on Facebook? I don't care. Not I do not care at all. <laughs> but there are millions of people who do. And so people enjoy the game aspect. If this was just a check-in service where you could share the check-in with friends, it wouldn't go very far. But there's a game aspect to it where you can become the mayor. You can be rewarded or not rewarded by companies. And they also hand out badges. Badges are these little virtual badges that you get uh, for doing all sorts of different activities. For example, and may, maybe you don't even know this, Susie, if you check in to the Apple Store in Sydney, mm -hmm. I think you, any of them, uh, you'll get the Steve Jobs badge. I it will got be that a couple of weeks ago. Oh, oh you did get that. I okay. did. <laughs> People love that stuff. You know, I, you know again, so I, I'm a business owner that doesn't really care about, and I'm very honest, even with the Foursquare folks, you know, I don't care about badges. I don't care about mayorships, but I've met enough people 
who are crazy about this stuff, and they enjoy it, and they love it. And so if you're a business owner, you have to understand that. People are already checking into your business. They're having fun with things, so why not engage them in a really fun way? I do, I do kind of like this MTV badge. Um, I don't know if you watch, watch a Jersey Shore down in a... No, are. we do get it on the cable networks, but you I, get I it in the cable. Okay, I mean, you know, it's it's a crazy, stupid show of these these teenagers, you know, who have nothing better to do than go to the gym and use spray tan, right? Well, there's a badge called GTL badge. It stands for Gym Tan Laundry. So if you go to a gym, if you check into a tanning booth, or if you check into a laundromat, you get the GTL badge. You know, so these are badges that are. Um, offered by Foursquare that are automatically downloaded to your to your phone. So that that is also part of the whole gamification or game mechanics, if you will, of mobile. There and has to be something fun, of course. And you bring up a good point because it's fun. To some of us it might sound like a little silly, like why would I do that? I'm trying to run a serious business and make money. But if your customers are using it, if they're engaging with your organization, then there's ways to make the most of it. And that leads right into our next point, which is knocking out the competition. So what are some of the ways that using Foursquare, that perhaps we haven't mentioned before, allows us to get ahead of the competition? Well, you're, uh, it's quite likely that the store next door or the other business is not using Foursquare. Okay, again, this is early adopter stuff right now. I mean, it's growing rapidly, but it's still early adopter. Why not be the first person to use it on the, on your block? Uh, there's a guy named AJ. Uh, he runs AJ Bombers, which is a restaurant in Milwaukee. He started using Foursquare in 2009. He said in 18 months, Susie, he generated more business more buzz than his, than his closest competitor generated in the last 10 years by attracting people with specials, with parties, uh, and using Foursquare in a totally innovative way. Now, it's a, it's a pub. It's a restaurant. Uh, but by creating Foursquare parties, Foursquare-themed parties, uh, for example, if 50 people check in to one place at any one time, Everybody gets what's called a swarm badge. Well, uh, this particular owner of AJ Bombers, his name is Joe Sorge, uh, he told me that he created these swarm parties, and he used Twitter and Facebook to get the word out. Hey, come on in uh, on this particular day, and if we get enough people, we'll all unlock the swarm badge. So you only need 50 people to unlock the badge. The first time he did it, there were 150 people who came in. Mm. It was his biggest day ever. So he started doing all sorts of different things. He offers specials. Uh, he has a special mayor's menu, Susie. It's a mayor's menu. So if you are the mayor of a particular uh, of that restaurant on any given month, you get to choose from the special menu. You know that has things just for the mayor, in addition to the typical burgers and fries they use. So he's doing all sorts of creative things. But he told me that in 18 months. He generated more buzz and more publicity for his venue than his closest competitor had done so in 10 years. We have a recession in our country right now in America. It's a very bad recession. Mm -hmm. Here is a, uh, here's a restaurant, A.J. Bombers, that's, that in 2008 was doing very, very badly, very badly. He was close to closing his doors. 2009, he goes on Foursquare. Uh, he also does Twitter and Facebook, so he does all three, and he's very aggressive about using all three. Uh, in the middle of a recession, 
he's grown so much that a few weeks ago he sent me an email. He said that I'm opening a second AJ Bombers in another part of the state, and there's an investor who wants to take the concept national. This isn't one of the worst recessions we've ever had here in the States. Uh, but again, he, he credits all of his success, all of it. Not, not, there's no advertising involved. He doesn't have money to pay for the, that kind of advertising. It's all because of Twitter, Facebook, right. and now Foursquare, the, mm -hmm. those three social media tools. Right. And you bring a great point, you know, the incentive, um, which is an, our next area, which I just want to touch on very quickly, um, with the incentive does not have to cost you anything. It could be like one restaurant that's in the in the book that, you know, um, it, you know, if you are the mayor, you get to jump to the front of the line uh, on a Sunday. Or it's something that's an in-kind gesture remember to that. reward that the customer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, that, that's, a, so, that's a beautiful one. Yeah, if, if it's too busy on a Sunday, the mayor gets to cut to the front of the line. There's a fierce competition to be the mayor of that place. Yeah. So what's great in the book is that Carmine has outlined lots of different ways that you can reward customers depending on what type of business you are. So we're not going to go through all of those because they're all in the sure. book. Uh, but there's yeah. types of incentives that work better in some situations, uh, you know, and depending on whether you're going for loyalty, you want them to keep coming back, or if it's for the mayor, or using one of the many ways that Foursquare allows. The final um, one of the seven ideas is never stop entertaining. Just before we go oh, on to yeah. that, there is an example in the book um, of when we were talking about swarms. It was an example of... Um, uh, the football, um, the Super Bowl, oh, and yes. having people check into the Super Bowl, not only because they were at the game, but just from wherever they were, they could check in. Um, That's a, that was a special, right? uh, yeah, it's a special Foursquare promotion, and they do this from time to time over around certain events. So yes, for the you know ninety percent of the check-ins or more are physical venues, uh, but what they did for this Super Bowl, for example, the one we just had this weekend uh, here in the states. Uh, they actually had a venue. They created a venue. It was called a Super Bowl venue. So you could check in. If you were watching the Super Bowl, so of right. course, you know, no, no one can prove it, but if you're watching the Super Bowl, check in. They had 350,000 people check in yeah. from 117 countries. So, again, that tells me that this is the type of tool that is international. And 49% were women which is, again, another interesting statistic because early adopters, you know, frankly, do tend to be men, especially yeah. for these type of tools. But 49% were women. And it's like I told you, that, that story about my wife and some of the other ladies I know, they love the game aspect. They love the game mechanics. And they love the specials that they can get and the saving money off shopping. Uh, so it's very, very popular among women as well. So you will notice that if you do have a business on Foursquare, that you'll be getting a pretty equal mix of men and women checking in. But never stop entertaining. Have fun. The, there is one particular restaurant in New York City that I visited that actually said that is built in a park. So there's a lot of birds. And you don't see a lot of birds in New York City. So their whole thing is take a photograph on your smartphone. Take a photograph of a bird. Bring it into our bartender. Show him the uh, the photograph, and when you check in on Foursquare, you'll get a free appetizer for the whole table. All right, let's go ahead. And <laughs> well, yeah, and it keeps people engaged, as you just said. Um, again, lots of great examples in the book. We have some pitfalls that we want to talk about, and then I want to go into questions. Thank you so much. I can see the questions coming through. If you do have a question, go ahead and ask it. Now I'm going to we're going to speed through those as quickly as we can um, when we get to Q and A, which is right after these five pitfalls. So I'm going to let you take it away here, Carolyn. Okay, uh, so the first pitfall is 
no employee training. Oh, this is yeah, this is this is perfect. No employee training. Um, when you walk into a place that and you check into Foursquare, Susie, and the person uh, has no idea what Foursquare is, or they don't know about their promotions, uh, that's the worst thing possible. So don't have a promotion on Foursquare if you haven't told your employees about it. I can't tell you how often this happens. It's not just it happened to me the, the, the first time I got my check-in special. I was so excited, and I went oh, and nobody knew what I was talking about. <laughs> this is unbelievable. But but you know what, Susie? It, it doesn't. I guess I shouldn't be surprised because, to be completely honest, I don't think customer service is very high anywhere where I go. There is only a few places where customer service is great. Okay, and, and the reason why is people are not training their staff. Where it's not just Foursquare, their staff is not being trained. So no employee training, big pitfall. Okay, let's go ahead to the next one. Oh, lame specials. Lame specials. Okay, I, I went to a winery. Okay, I was just visiting a winery here in California. And they had a Foursquare special. Every fifth check-in, get 5% off. Think about that, Susie. How many times am I going to a wine? <laughs> five times. I'm just visiting your area. Right. So five times and get 5%. 5% doesn't even cover the sales tax in California. That's right. just, uh, just stupid. It's lame. <laughs> so if you're going to entice people, give them, give them something interesting. Very good. Next one. Okay. The third one is, oh, ignoring the mayor. Uh, yeah, because obviously we just talked about it. The, the mayor is your most important, uh, most loyal customer. Don't ignore the mayor because when people want, when people check in and they check in enough to be the mayor of your place, they want to be rewarded with something extra special. So don't ignore the mayor. Very good. Number four, poor customer service. Look, if I love this picture. This is a real picture. We waited 30 minutes, no service. They catch up. If you have, if your customer service is already not up to par and people are complaining about customer service on Twitter or on social networks, why invite them to experience your bad service on Foursquare? Get your customer service right. <laughs> you know, Susie, this happens a lot. You know, get your customer, your, uh, your customer service right before, uh, before you start launching all these campaigns to attract even more people. And number five is doing it just to do it. That, this happens quite a bit, too. This happens with every new social media tool. Right. People jump on it. They're really crazy about it for about two weeks, and then they just kind of let it go. So every once in a while, I'll check into places. Hey, there's a great special here. Oh, it's like it's six months old. It expired six months ago. No one checked it. You know? So, yeah, don't just do it just to do it. If you're going to jump into social media, then jump in and have fun. Let's go ahead and look at some of these questions. Thank you so much to everyone who's asked a question. Some of them have been answered but just by you know the course of what we've been talking about. But here's one um, from Bromwyn. Could a not-for-profit community organization use Foursquare for some type of fundraising or promotional activity? Has anyone done so? Oh, thank you for bringing that up. Um, I, I promise I did not plant that question. <laughs> no, no, it's it right a, here from it Bromwyn. Is perfect, it is a perfect segue. Uh, there is a great example in, in the book uh, of a company called, uh, it's a nonprofit called Earth Justice. And Earth Justice has a number of environmental uh, campaigns that they do to save the, the water in California and to save certain endangered species around us. Uh, so what they did is they actually got billboards because nonprofits in, in America are given 
billboard space. And I'm sure there's something similar like that uh, to support nonprofits in, in Australia. They're given billboard space for a discount or for free. So they actually have this Foursquare campaign on billboards. Check into the billboard because you can actually create a venue around anything. Check into the billboard and we will make an, an anonymous donor. There was an anonymous donor will donate $10 to this particular cause. And every billboard had different causes. So it actually got people to start thinking about this nonprofit called Earth Justice. They never heard of it before. Um, and there was an anonymous donor. But he wanted to engage people. He didn't want to just write a check. So for every check-in, he donated $10 to, there were about three different causes. In two weeks, they raised $50,000. That's fantastic. Yeah. So that's um, one of many examples. Sure, absolutely. One of many examples. Are, yeah. Very good. Um, just to clarify the Corcoran, we've had a couple of questions. People didn't quite understand, you know, was Corcoran paying Foursquare um, to be able to place their tips there? Just give us a very quick recap. Yeah, I, and I'm sorry, I should have been a little bit more clear, and it does become more clear once you start using it. So I, I think that's one of the best pieces of advice I could offer people today is just, you know, download it to your phone. It's a free app. Start using it. Start seeing what I mean by tips. It's a little hard to verbalize. Uh, on a webinar, uh, but what they do is, as a brand, and everything is free, okay? So let's say Carmine Gallo, right? Let's say Carmine Gallo uh, leaves a tip at a bar, a restaurant, a hotel. I can leave any kind of tip that I want. I can say, um, oh, I, I see that you're here at this particular hotel. You should check out, you know, the, this wonderful wine bar in the back of the hotel. It's one of the best in the city. Okay? I can leave a tip anywhere. My friends see my tips, don't they? Right? Because anybody who checks in on Foursquare or who follows me as a friend will see my tips. And people leave tips at every venue. There's a ton of tips and photographs. Well, as a brand, you can do the same. You can establish, instead of establishing yourself as an individual, and you can do this by going to foursquare.com business, you can establish yourself as a brand for free. So try this. Go to foursquare.com slash Carmine Gallo. I've established myself as a brand. And that means if you follow me, right. wherever I go, if I leave a tip, that tip will be automatically pushed to your phone if you're in the vicinity. So wherever you are in New York City, for example, if you're following Corcoran, their tips are pushed to you automatically. But if you check into a place where Corcoran uh, tips are left. Typically, branded tips are go to the very top of the page. So those are among the first you see. There's absolutely no payment exchanged hands whatsoever. There's nothing to pay. It's all right. completely free right now for the user and for the uh, the business owner. And hopefully that answer also covers off some of these other similar type of questions that we've had here. Um, about you know how do people in other industries use it? How how is Corcoran really using it? Um, this will be a quick one, I think. Guy is asking, similar to chasing the chew, could you create a scavenger hunt incorporating Foursquare? It seems doable. So I'd say oh, yes. Yes, yes, yeah, yeah, absolutely. In fact, I've just uh, just recently, last few months, I've run into a couple of event organizers uh, or people who run uh, companies and they go to events, so they have booths at events, and they've done exactly right. Uh, what our listener is asking. They've done scavenger hunts. So what they say is, uh, for example, there's, there was this one company that had a booth at a conference. They were trying to get you in there. And they said, 
uh, you know, visit uh, three different venues in this place, right? And you had to pick up three different items from three different venues. Bring those items here to our booth, and you get, you know, you, you get entered to win a free computer or whatever it was. Mm -hmm. uh, but it was it was enticing enough to where enough people did it where they thought it was successful. So yeah, you can create pretty much any type of. Uh, scavenger hunt or special or promotion. Uh, you're only limited by your creativity. And that's why I suggest start using it first. Start seeing what other companies are doing because I learn something every day, every single day when I'm in a different city or a different area. I learn something. I learn something new. And I learned a lot just from looking at the examples in the book and what other uh, people were doing. I mean, we could have had um, uh, today be a venue and you could have been checking in to be on the webinar. Now, like, why would you? But again, it's like as an organization, if we made that and incentivized that for you and you were sharing that and that was being shared with your friends, a whole lot more people would be going, what is this webinar about the power of Foursquare? Or yes, it's just right. about getting your head outside of the traditional way that perhaps you've marketed. We've got a couple more questions, but before we go to those, I do want to um, do a couple of quick announcements and we'll come back to Carmine in just a second. Um, Firstly, I want to let you know about what is up uh, with Book for Lunch for next month. So our Book for Lunch author, for it's actually the end of this month, is the author of a book called Pitch Anything. Now, we just let our community know about it last week, and people are so excited about this topic. No doubt you've at some point had to present your business, an idea, and put it forward. And Aaron is the master of the pitch, um, and so he's going to tell us how he structures his pitches to get ahead of the competition and get the deal across the line. So that's later this month. We'll send you a link uh, later today if you want to sign up for that. Uh, the other thing I want to do before we wrap up with a couple of questions is thank GoToWebinar, GoToMeeting for their sponsorship of today. You can watch a demonstration uh, of the programs at GoToWebinar.com. And again, we want to invite you to take up a free trial and know that if you sign up by the end of February, you get two months absolutely free. Two questions. Um, one is a question, one is some closing comments from Carmine. Um, the first is we've had a couple of people say, you know, what if I'm a website? What if I'm a web-based business? Um, can I claim my venue? And that may be a technical question for Foursquare. I'm not sure about that. Uh, yeah, web-based business, I think that's a little, uh, th that's going to be a little bit more uh, troubling. Uh, the 600,000 merchants that are on the platform right now have physical venues. Uh, so for the most part, they are physical venues of some type. Now, that doesn't mean you cannot use it, as we've already been discussing, if you are a non-physical venue. But in order to claim a venue, which means you are the owner of that venue and you can begin offering specials for that venue, people have to be able to check into you physically in some capacity. Uh, so if they're checking in virtually, that becomes a little bit more, um, a little bit more difficult. Okay, there is um, a page all about business on the Foursquare site. It's foursquare.com forward slash business. And that has a good Q&A area and it's also where you apply uh, to register your business. I'm sure the people there will be very helpful um, to answer yeah. some of those questions. They really are. And, you know, this may not be – it's for a lot of people. It's for a lot of companies, a lot of businesses. It may not be for you. But then again, maybe it's more appropriate for you than Twitter is. Or perhaps Twitter is more appropriate than Foursquare. You have to reach your own decision, but at least you recognize it now, start using it, 
and start engaging. One of the comments that Dennis Crowley, one of the co-founders, uh, makes, which you've quoted in your book, are the words, stop sketching and start building. What does he mean by that? He means that at some point you've got to just stop thinking and sketching out your ideas and start building you know, your dream. <laughs> start building the company that you envision. Uh, and that's the way I look at social media and mobile social media especially. Uh, you can wait to be a follower, or you can be the case study. And Foursquare offers us now a very unique time in, in, our, in this period. Uh, because if you, if you start a Facebook page, you know, you're the, what, billionth company you know, offering, uh, starting a mm -hmm. Facebook page, Twitter, right? It's very hard to build substantial um, followers in these areas right now. Mobile is new. Mobile is new right now. It's, it's edgy, it's growing, it's where the future is. This offers you a free and easy way to begin attracting, rewarding, and engaging customers. And this just happened in the last couple of years. So stop sketching, start building. <laughs> you know, it's free. You're not losing anything. It's not a big deal. If it's not for you, you can stop it. But why not start? See what the, uh, you know, see what's going on. And I think, you know, starting it as a personal thing, just starting to use it, I think is great advice. Um, we have on the screen right now Carmine's details. We'll also put those in an email to you a little later today, along with a link to listen back to today's recording, because I know there's been a lot of information. The book is The Power of Foursquare, Seven Innovative Ways to Get Your Customers to Check In Wherever They Are. We will send you details of Booktopia, an online bookseller here in Australia who is offering the book at a slightly reduced price and we encourage you to get your copy. Carmine, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for inviting me. It's been fun. Great. And thank you to all of you who have been tweeting throughout the program on behalf of the Australian Business Women's Network. I hope to welcome you back to Book for Lunch very, very soon. We're a membership-based organization and webinars just like this one, and we run hundreds of webinars a year, are available to our premium members on demand at any time. So if you'd like to learn more about membership, you can let us know in the exit survey that you'll see when we close up today. Enjoy the rest of your day and we hope to see you again on Book for Lunch. I'm Susie Daphne of the Australian Business Women's Network. Thanks for joining us for Book for Lunch, interviews with the world's leading business book authors and thinkers. Book for Lunch is presented by the Australian Business Women's Network. For interviews and details of upcoming Book for Lunch webinars, visit the Australian Business Women's Network website at www.abn.org.au.